Hey, Ginger, I just wanted to leave you a quick voice message that I'm so grateful that you're doing this podcast. It's such a beautiful thing. It's so needed. And you're so right that, yes, um, things exist. Platforms exist for creators to get together. But when you do it your way, nobody can replace that. That's the thing about being a maker. No one's going to be able to make what you can make because it comes from you. It comes from your heart. It comes from your soul, your mind, your dreams, your projections for your future, your talents. That's why what makers make is always going to be needed and unique. I'm grateful for this. I'm excited for this. I definitely think that this is a niche that you found that will be useful and helpful. And I'm excited for the future for you. Hey, and welcome back to episode two of Voice of the Makers. It's Ginger, the voice of the makers, and I am a jewelry artist. My website for my jewelry is GeminiFly.com, and that's G-E-M-I-N-I-F-L-Y-I-I.com. Also, you can follow me on social media for as Facebook, Instagram, Twitter's concerned, at GeminiFly. So I'm GeminiFly all across the board. So welcome back to episode two. I'm back. You know, I said I would be back. And so here I am. And I just wanted to start off by thanking you all so much for the feedback. You know, when you do things like this for the first time, you never know how the response is going to be. You don't know exactly how it's going to go over, who you're going to connect with. And so like the message you just heard from Grace, you know, that just blew me away. When I heard Grace leave the message, I was just like, wow, like the idea that I had that I know most of us have of doing something that's out of the box, you know, is making a connection. And Grace, she just happens to be, I I guess I can call her my soul sister, someone that I connected with through social media. And it's just, it's amazing how life can put different people into each other's lives to not only make connections as far as like she buys jewelry for me or I bought clothing from her, but also to support in other endeavors in life. So shout out to Grace. Thanks, girl, for taking the time out to leave me that message and just for being a sweetheart. And and y'all look forward to Grace being on the show in 2019. You heard it from me first. So um, I'm back. I'm back. And y'all, I'm on a high just from episode one, like you would have thought that I won some money, like for real, like just all the messages and people taking the time to listen and being so encouraging and saying that this type of platform is needed to talk about making and people that make things and the community being small and us building together and and being that shoulder to lean on, so to speak, you know, um, We have social media, and even though that's a different way for us to connect, it still can be intimidating. It still can be scary. It can be clickish. It can be clickish. Like, I've seen some people come on social media just recently and just their numbers take off, and that can be so intimidating to a maker because a lot lot of us depend on more eyes seeing our work so we can grow. 
And we'll talk about that soon because I do plan on having more people that know uh, brand strategists. That's the best way I can describe it. Brand strategists who know how to take little bitty makers like me who have <laughs> under 5,000 followers on so um, what is that Instagram and grow our business or grow our platform so that the right eyes, the people that want to see what we have. We're right there in their visual. You know what I'm saying? So I'm going to have so many good people on this show. So I really hope that you subscribe and check it out right now. I'm available um, on one of my favorite platforms, iTunes, Apple iTunes. So on that one, when you subscribe, you can leave a review, which is greatly appreciated. And you can also rate it. So that is definitely a good thing because it helps me to kind of have an analysis or keep up with how I'm doing on the podcast. So um, I really appreciate if you follow me there or you can listen to me on SoundCloud or here on Anchor, just wherever you feel most comfortable. Um, I would greatly appreciate all the feedback, the messages. And just like Grace's message, I'll probably, you know, put it out there on the next episode. You never know. <laughs> so um, I know I said that I was going to have someone to interview here, and I thought that the first person should be me. <laughs> um, it was brought to my attention that when I did the first episode, I didn't really elaborate too much on me as a maker. I said that I was a maker, but I didn't really go into details about what I make. So um, here it is. I am a jewelry designer. I'm a jewelry artist, whichever one you prefer. Um, I like artists because um, when I was seven years old, that's what I told my parents I wanted to be. And uh, they weren't feeling that at the time, but 30 something years later, here I am an artist. (laughs) So it took long enough, but I'm here. Um, So I make jewelry and I started, I want to say late 2011, 2012. It was right after the time my parents for one Christmas, they gave me some tools and a book. And I think my husband may have given me a gift card to like Michael's or something like that. And I just started playing around with jewelry. But it wasn't like, at first it wasn't all about what was just in my mind. It was more about what I saw and what was popular. So at that time when I started, um, I used to watch a lot of trash TV like Basketball Wives L.A., And they had these hoop earrings, which, you know, if you're an 80s, 90s baby, you know about the hoop earrings. I mean, they're back now with a vengeance um, even. But I decided to give that a whirl because it was real popular. And I remember, I think I ordered some beads online and I ordered the hoops and they were real simple to make. But I don't think everybody knew where to get the materials. So that's what I decided to do, and they went over well. And then when that trend died out, I started figuring out different things to make and looking at other artists and thinking about, hmm, how can I make it my own? So, excuse me, I think I went on to button earrings, working with fabric. And I've worked with so many different um, mediums, from beads to uh, charms, fringe, fabric, you name it. And I love that about what I do. It gives me a chance to experiment, you know, and sometimes I love what I make. Sometimes I don't. And sometimes the things that I love go over very well. And sometimes the things that I'm like, eh, it's nice. It's not really 
what I would probably wear, but somebody will. And most of those go like hotcakes. So, um, yeah, that's kind of where I am with the jewelry. Um, what else do I want to tell you about it? I've actually, when I first started, I was really, really focused on getting my products out to people and growing, growing beyond, you know, the people that I knew or the people that were already supporting me. So I remember I was on YouTube and one of my favorite YouTubers, she was talking about makeup or style or something. And I sent her a pair of earrings. I asked her for an address. I sent her a pair of earrings. And I remember getting a call from another friend and she was like, girl, so-and-so just said, Keisha, Keisha just said something about your earrings and she's showing them. And guys, first of all, I was blown away that my friends saw my stuff on YouTube from a YouTuber that I love. Right. And then after she posted the video, I'm starting to get all these pings on my phone. Now, she, Keisha is based out of Brooklyn. At the time, I was in Georgia. And so I was getting all these pings and all of these orders from New York. Y'all, I was literally in tears. I was like, oh my gosh, I can't believe that it's popping off just like this. So that was a, a big thing for me. Um, shortly after that, I got in um, connection with a couple of, couple of stylists who were on shows that were on like the trash TV that I love. And um, one of the stylists, she worked for Black Ink Crew. And this was like the first season. So she reached out to um, different artists, different makers. And I was one of them. And I got a call again. Or maybe it was a text message from a friend back home in Alabama. And she was like, Yo, your earrings are on TV, Sassy. That was one of the cast members at the time of Black Crew. She's wearing your earrings. I was like, what? (laughs) I mean, I was blown away. Like, to have just really started and to have, you know, your things on TV. Like, that was huge to me. And then from there, I've had a couple of other big... um, I would consider big things to happen with my jewelry, but a lot of people love it. A lot of people say that it's expressive jewelry. It's bold. It's big, but it's lightweight. You know, it tells a story. Some of the pieces I've gotten as far as from Ghana, um, Spain, um, different places I've lived. And it's just, it's been such an amazing journey. Now, I know I'm sharing a lot of the highlights with you. I've learned so much through this too. Like there have been times when I've had package mix-ups. There have been times where I had a fumble with something like maybe um, something broke and I had to um, put more money out, you know, than I expected to make the customer satisfied. Sometimes I didn't please the customer. Some I remember one time when I first started, a customer was like, um... I'm looking at what you sent me and this is not what I expected. I will not be shopping with you. And I was like, oh my gosh, because when you're on that high from pleasing everybody and everybody being so happy with you and excited about you and you get that first person that's like, "Eh, you're not all that. Sometimes it can be like a Debbie Downer, but I'm here to say that that is definitely how you start developing tough skin. That's how you start 
saying, you know what? I need this constructive criticism. I don't need everybody just fluffing me up and telling me I'm the best and rah, rah, rah. I need people to say, hey, you made a mistake. And sometimes you need to not please everyone so that you can get better and you don't plateau, you know? So, um, yeah, I don't mind sharing that. And if you have any questions, message me because, you know, sometimes on social media, it just seems like everybody's everybody's journey is just flawless. Everything is just good and it's crisp and it's filtered and it's colorful and it's fun, it's curated, but that's not real life. And a lot of times people won't show you the real. And when they do, it's after they showed you all the fluff and they don't have anything to fluff anymore. Now they're like, and this is what's really going on, you know? Um, I'm not so much of a behind the scenes show it all type of person, but I definitely, I see myself as a worker bee. I don't paint these false, glossy pictures. I just show work. I show results. And with that, to me, that's more of a neutral standpoint. It's not showing you like, oh my gosh, just look at all the fancy things that's happening to me. And it's not showing you all the the bruises and the hurt and the pain. But it's definitely like, Look at the work because to me and for me, this isn't for everybody. That's the most important for me to show you the results and the work. So anyway, hey, take it or leave it. Um, And making things, that wasn't always what I thought I would do. I just wanted to make money and I wanted to, I was a new mom and I wanted to stay home nurture my daughter, not throw her in daycare. Not that there's nothing wrong with that, but at the time I had an option. I just wanted to do that for her and for us and for our family. So I did some bad business deals before I got into um, making my own jewelry. I invested with a friend and we did some things with some purses. I was just like, girl, I need to get out of this deal. It's bad. It's not working for me. I can't move these purses. And they weren't knockoff bags. They were just like really cute bags, but it just didn't work out for me. It wasn't my passion, so it didn't go over well. Um, Another thing I did right before the jewelry, uh, making the jewelry is I was selling manufactured jewelry. And it's nothing wrong with that. Not a thing. I've actually been encouraged to include that because Making things with your hand is hard. Hands is very hard work. It can be very, very strenuous on your hands. So I've thought about including some exclusive pieces. Um, But back then, I just wanted money. So I had found me a wholesaler. I got me a text ID number. And I ordered some jewelry online. And it went over pretty good. Except when people didn't want to pay their invoices. And except when people would order things and change their mind. Now you're stuck with inventory. That's a whole nother episode. So um, yeah, I got out of that game. And the other thing about it is I wanted something authentic and exclusive. Because with the manufactured jewelry, I could go in the mall and find that same jewelry. So it's like... I don't want to give people choices like that. I want people to see my stuff and say, hey, I can't find that anywhere. I want that. I have to have that. And so I do a lot of exclusive pieces. So um, I don't even really do repeats. I do a lot of one-on-one styles. And the reason because it's kind of hard to duplicate things when you're not a machine. (laughs) You know, we are human. So they're going to have that little personal touch that, that makes them different, that personal touch. And the other thing to that is 
We're special. We're unique. So why should we all walk around with the same hair, the same purse, the same jeans? I mean, I see things that people like, um, that people have, and I'm like, I want that too. But you know what? If I had it, I'll wear it and rock it and style it a whole different way. Because, you know, I just feel like I'm not her, I'm not him, and they're not me. (laughs) So that's kind of like the Gemini fly, the whole Zodiac thing. I am a Gemini. My birthday's June. Shout out to the June babies and the Geminis, yeah. (laughs) And, um, you know, I'm all about uniqueness and being you and being authentic and, you know, being yourself. And though there is nothing new under the sun, makers, nothing new. If you're a maker, if you're thinking about making and you're kind of like, oh my gosh, so-and-so has their own body scrub or so-and-so has their own um, line of kimonos, it's okay. Everything has been done, but it's the way that you do it. It's how you put your signature on there. Nothing has been done by you yet. So why be intimidated? I know you're not intimidated. You shouldn't be. You weren't made that way. So Put your spin on it and put it out there. And if five people buy it, hey, those are five people that rock with you. If 20 people buy it, so forth and so on. It's all about getting what's in your heart out there and also how you promote it. You have to be consistent. That's how you reach excellence when you're consistent. So I plan on having more people on this show to do what I just did. Talk about the good, bad, the ugly, how they started how they got on their journey, and hopefully it can help you if you're on your journey, um, if you're revamping, because I know it's the new year. People are very interested in revamping, rebranding, rebuilding. You got your vision boards out, and I'm all for it, you know. So I definitely plan on having people out on the show that are brand strategists, that are artists, that are fashion designers, people that can help you to be where you need to go okay be where you need to go because you don't want to just be because that means you're staying there so you want to be where you need to go hey i'm gonna coin that phrase so anyway (laughs) i'm gonna go ahead and stop it here because i don't like to listen to long drawn out podcasts (laughs) and i don't like to talk about myself that much but i will and here's another plug I'm a jewelry artist and a dope one at that. And you can find me at GeminiFly.com. That's G-E-M-I-N-I-F-L-Y-I-I.com. And I'm GeminiFly on all your social media, Twitter, Instagram, Facebook. All right. Don't forget to subscribe and rate on any platform that you're listening to the voice of the makers. Bye.